in today's show. We're looking ahead to Thursday in the NBA. There are six games on, and Michael Bolton wants to watch them. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we're available on all platforms. We're looking ahead to the six games on Thursday. So let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> First one is the Pistons taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves in Detroit. I don't know why it said it that way around, but that's where we're at. So I want to see Patrick Beverly, who returned, got into foul trouble, played 15 minutes, and of course, he's back on the injury report with a uh, ankle issue. Same ankle problem that kept him out for those five games, so we hope it's okay. But he is dealing with that ankle uh, sprain again. If he's out, do we stream in, and D'Angelo Russell, who's questionable too, do we stream in a Jordan McLaughlin? In that situation, Jalen Noel, Malik Beasley, Torian Prince. So many different guys that could step up in that absence. McLaughlin's played good minutes the last two games, and maybe he's that option there. Prince is playing over 20, so there are options there. Well, we also want to watch Goose, Anthony Edwards. He was pretty poor last game. Really, really poor. And that's fine, because he's been great most of the time. I just like to watch to see him get back on track. For the Pistons, another opportunity to see the Jeremy Grant impact. We've got a fully healthy team now, apart from Kate Cunningham, who's questionable with that hip pointer. But what does Grant's position and minutes mean for both Sadiq Bay and Kelly Olenek? First game with Grant back, Bay struggled. The shot didn't go in. His usage was well down. Everything was off. Olenek... Only played 17 minutes as they prioritized, for some reason, Trey Lyles. So Lyles, Stewart, Olenek, Grant, Bay, how does that all mesh in in that front court? How do the minutes get distributed? And how do, as Obi just jumps up and bangs his head on the table, how does all of that stuff work itself out? I think that's the big question here for the Detroit Pistons. The Suns and the Hawks. Cam Johnson. Jay Crowder is back. So what's Johnson's role? He scored well last game, but he only played 24 minutes, 23 minutes. And that is probably not going to be enough to be a 12-team league player. I'd like to see it for another game or two to see what they give him as a role. But that's not going to be enough, unfortunately. And then Mikael Bridges. He's killing it. He's dominating at the moment. He has also played 40-plus minutes for four consecutive games. That's a lot of minutes, man. I know he's great, but that is a lot of minutes. So where does that leave him? Is there any rest coming at all for Bridges? But let's hope he can continue this little top 50 run. For the Hawks, all eyes are on Onyeka Okongwu, who's outplaying Clint Capella. He's closing games over Capella. He's not playing more minutes than him, but it's been 24-22 and 23-23 minutes the last, last two games. If it sticks like that, Okongwu is a 12-team option, so we want to see how that goes. Also, Bogdan Bogdanovic. Trey Young's questionable. Hunter's probable with, his, with an ankle. Um, so... 
you know, what does Bogdanovich's role look like? He's played solid minutes, just got over 30 for the first time last game without Young there. I think he's still a fringe 12-team league player, but if Young's out, it does boost his numbers uh, pretty considerably. The Bulls and the Raptors. I want to watch Javante Green because he's providing good rebounds and good defensive stats. And if his minutes push up to 30, then it gets a little bit more interesting. He played 26 last game. I don't particularly love him as a player personally, but if he can get up to that level, play 28 a night, then there is some value in him as a um, as a 12-team league player. Probably going to be more 14-team league, but there is something there for certain teams in certain situations where Javante Green can be a useful can be a useful option. So just watching what he's able to do and how the playing time is distributed. And then also Kobe White, who can score, can't do much else. And he's playing high 20s, low 30s in minutes. Is that must roster for 12s? Probably, probably not. Like it just depends. Really depends on what your team looks like, what's your appetite for bad field goal percentage and lack of other stats apart from scoring and threes, because that's what White's going to do. So watching what his role looks like. For the Raptors, it is trending really hard towards Chris Boucher being a drop 9, 21, and 18 minutes. Well, sorry, 12, 21, and 18 minutes the last three games. Um, and it's going to get worse when Birch returns, I would guess. You can hold Boucher just to see what happens. But I don't think the 20 minutes a night for Boucher is enough to justify him being a must-roster player. Gary Trent, at some point, at some point he's going to cool off. I can assure you. Nice, Gary! He will not continue to hit average 30 points per game. He, j- he just won't. Um, so watching where he fits, his minutes are up, 42 or 40 or 50 minutes against the Heat, then 41 and 41 the last two games. That's huge with him scoring so well. I don't think that continues. I don't think the scoring continues. I don't think the shooting continues. Um, but we really want to watch to see what Trent's role looks like and you know, when can we sell high if that's possible at all. We, we hope it is, but when can we do it? BetOnline.net. It's got you covered all season. More props, more odds, more lines than ever before as we march towards the Super Bowl. We're there. Week and a half away. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live, real-time updates on the current games. So don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline is where the game starts. Don't forget on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel, live trade deadline show, Thursday, February the 10th, from 2 p.m. Eastern through to 4 p.m. Eastern. Join host Kim Becker, Johnny Corrales from Locked On Celtics, and myself, Josh Lloyd, hosting the show, breaking down all of the moves that happen across the NBA, the real-life implications, and, you know, I'll be chucking in some fantasy implications there as well. So head to Locked On NBA and make sure you've got the notification bell chucked on so you know when we go live. The next game is the Heat. Taking on the Spurs. Bam Adebayo without Kyle Lowry. Well, I assume without Kyle Lowry. I think there's almost no chance he's playing in this game. I don't think he's officially been ruled out. But yeah, he won't be playing in this one. Um, Bam Adebayo's usage is up. His defensive stats are up compared to where they were at the start of the season. And there's some really good value coming from Bam. He hasn't really regained his assists. Because I guess they're running a different offense now with Lowry assumed to be there. But he's putting up some good numbers. Tyler Hero is struggling a little bit. We've seen the minutes drop somewhat for Hero, under 30 the last two games. The efficiency's dropped from where it was really, really high at the start of the year. He's not a fantasy drop or anything like that, but his numbers where he was hovering around that top 50, he's fallen way off that number. And then for the Spurs, Jakob Pertl copped a whack in the head last game and wasn't able to finish the game. So watching his status to see whether he plays or not, 
is interesting because the other guy who might get some minutes, Jock Landau, copped a whack in the head as well. So it could be Drew Eubanks' time. We might actually get Zach Collins playing minutes if those two guys are ruled out. So just watch that one. And then Devin Vassell, who had an opportunity to start two games ago and was terrible and then came off the bench and played 30 minutes and was great and played a lot of small ball or in that small ball lineup with Calden Johnson at the five. Yeah, I thought he looked great. I think he's a really good player. And another one of those horrible omissions from the Rising Star game, much like Onyeka Okonwu. I think Vassell is a clear top 100 option if he played 30 a night. I just don't have the confidence of him doing that. Like he played 31 and 30 the last two games and then 22 the game before that. And then 30 and 29 and then 20. Then 24, then 23. Like it's all over the place. Get high 20s in minutes, must roster player. Get low 20s, then he's not. And that's where he's a fringe player, unfortunately. Kings and Warriors. Rashawn Holmes, it's been bad, man. Alvin Gentry has not been positive for his value at all. Uh, been a big, big negative. Holmes played just 26 minutes last game. Now, prior to that, he was up to his usual 30 mark. But it's not great for him at the moment. So can he push back to 30? Can he get some of those numbers back that he was getting under Luke Walton? I'm remaining a little bit doubtful. Darren Fox is questionable with this ankle soreness. Whatever's going on there, it's a long time. Um, if he is out, then we're looking at Davion Mitchell again to be a really, really solid stream. For the Warriors, I would imagine all those guys come back. Steph and Wiggins, Clay. They all set out last game. Otto Porter. Gary Payton, we're not sure about. He did hurt his ankle towards the end of the last game. So we think that he'll be back, but we don't know that. So Otto Porter should start with Draymond Green out and should be at least a 12-team league guy. Draymond's out for another few more weeks, so that's some good value for Porter. And I want to watch Jordan Poole, who was great last game, but it's all about what he does when Clay's there. And the last few games with Clay, the last four or so games, it's been a pretty good performance. So that gives him fringe 12-team league value, I think, at the moment. The Lakers and the Clippers. Malik Monk. This is a back-to-back for the Lakers. Monk is listed as probable. I'd be pretty stunned if he doesn't play on Wednesday and stunned if he doesn't play on Thursday. But without LeBron, we're assuming without LeBron, um, Monk should put up some good numbers. Even with LeBron, I would hold on to him. And then I want to watch Anthony Davis, who's come back from this knee injury and he's playing really, really well. He has banged up his wrist here and he's probable with that wrist issue. Um, But just wanting to see Davis put up some really, really big numbers. For the Clippers, well, we just don't know, do we? It's just all over the place. If it's the Zubats, we don't know whether he'll play. He missed last game with a calf injury. But the real focus to me is on the guards. Kennard had been really solid, and then he played 16 minutes. Amir Coffey's generally solid, but he occasionally has a stinker thrown in there. Nico Batum, he's only getting low to mid-20s in minutes and can always have issues with injuries, and he's back at any point. That makes him really, really hard to roster. Yeah, I think Coffey and Batum are probably your priority guys, with Kennard slightly behind, but watching how all of that, that mush of minutes work, I think is a really, really key and really big focus for us when we watch this uh, Clippers game. But I'll tell you also now about Rock Auto, because why would you go to a local chain auto parts store? It's stupid. You're going to waste your time. You're going to waste your money. You're going to waste your brain cells listening to intimidating questioning from the bloke behind the counter. Nah, why? Go to rockauto.com. They're an online family business serving auto parts customers for over 20 years. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts? It's crazy. They've got everything you need at their extensive catalog of products brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet. So go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck. The prices are always reliably low for every customer. In their How Did You Hear About Us box, make sure you're writing locked on so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. 
Let's look at some back-to-back -back stream options for Thursday and Friday now. Some guys that you can get those two-for-ones going. Corey Joseph, Killian Hayes, Hamadou Diallo, Frank Jackson from the Pistons. For the Hawks, you got Danilo Gallinari. From the Bulls, you got Javonte Green, Troy Brown. From the Spurs, Dougie McDermott, Lonnie Walker. Some, some decent options there to stream in and get the two-for-one with your ads. If we're just looking at Thursday... Jay Crowder for category leagues, JaVale McGee, Corey Joseph, Isaiah Hartenstein. We hope, we don't know what they do with Zubats out because last game it was a disaster. PJ Tucker, he's putting up some really good numbers at the moment, Tucker. Very impressive stuff. I don't know how it continues, but it is. And he's got some at least stream value. Danilo Gallinari, Javante Green, Killian Hayes, Jalen Noel, maybe Jordan McLaughlin, and Dougie McDermott. For deeper leagues, all those same names apply. Justice Winslow is playing really well for the Clippers. Lonnie Walker, Stanley Johnson, Troy Brown, Chemezi Metu, with Bagley in doubt. Frank Jackson, Dwayne Dedman, Damian Jones, Tony Bradley, and Austin Reeves. And for points leagues, lastly, Kavon Looney, Devin Vassell, Amir Coffey, Gabe Vincent, McGee, Kennard, Crowder, Winslow, Okongwu, and Corey Joseph. That will do it for me today, guys. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.